Knowledge means different things to different people. But can we agree that knowledge is empowering? I bet you do. My name is Olola Dewke and I'm super excited to have you tune into my podcast. Let, let's toast to knowledge. It is my hope that we learn and grow together on here from the range of topics that we'll be discussing, starting from education and self-improvement to art, society, culture, and spirituality. Essentially, what I'm saying is I want you to enjoy the ride with me. So stick around. Stick around. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of LTTK, Let's Toast to Knowledge. I am your host and my name is Ololade Uge. So today, guys, I am actually in my feelings. I'm feeling a lot of emotions right now and I just wanted to share with you what has been going on from my perspective for the past two weeks, actually. A few weeks ago, precisely on May 25, George Floyd, who is an African-American man, was murdered during a police arrest in Minnesota, America. Across the USA, there have been protests even internationally as well, at least in Germany, I'm aware of some protests that took place in Munich, Berlin, Hamburg, and Frankfurt. Then, if we take it back home to Nigeria, a young girl, about 21 or 22 years, I'm not sure, her name is Fuwa, she was raped and murdered. And this issue and some other rape cases are now currently trending on social media. (sighs) So guys, can you see that? I mean, there's a justifiable reason for me being in my feelings because I just keep thinking about the whole situation and how these different actions of police officers and rapists have consequences on victims. And I'm not alone. Yay. (laughs) That's the good news. I have someone here with me, a friend of mine, who will be discussing these two issues with me, racism and rape. So, hi, Jacob. Hi, Lola. Thanks for joining this episode. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine. And it's a pleasure to be on here today. Okay, thank you. So, Jake, my people, my friends, my family members (laughs) don't know who you are. So, could you please, briefly, in 15 seconds, give us an elevator pitch? Okay, well, my name is Jacob Kinsley Amwa. I'm born in Cape Coast, Ghana. Currently, I'm here in Germany studying a master program in media and communication science. Mm-hmm. And as an African, yeah, I'm, I'm very passionate about anything concerning African and then also to the world at large. Okay, that's interesting. So, I mean, Jake, you're here, you heard everything I said about the racism. Keeping in mind all the things that I said, what do you think is the problem? Like, why do you think there's still racism in the world after all these years? Well, one thing I would always say is that um, for us to always understand what is happening currently, Uh we always need to trace it back to a a certain time in history Uh to know why something is happening now. Uh And then I think when you trace all these things back to, um, sorry, back to history, you get to realize that racism is an ideology Uh that came out of slavery. Uh You understand? Uh The thing is, Every society is characterized by a certain ideology. Sure. And these ideologies are also affected by the social circumstances. Hmm. So this ideology at the end of the day has to accept the social circumstance or has to be against the social circumstance. You understand? Uh-huh. So racism is was for the social circumstance then because racism backed slavery. Uh-huh. Racism supported slavery. And the fight against racism or the fight against slavery was also, on the other hand, another ideology. 
But you see, whenever a certain ideology becomes that of the majority, mm-hmm. it, that is what social structures are being built upon. Hmm. And so at a point in time when most people supported slavery, hmm. police force you see in America today didn't begin as the police force we know today. They began as slave patrols. Their main jobs was to go after slaves who ran away from plantations or who tried to be rebellious mm-hmm. and all, you mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. So you get to realize that the police force itself mm. is being built or has systematically evolved from the from previous good. slavery issue. You see, and so that is how the thing is. So from this, you get to see that slavery has always been an attempt or racism has always been an ideology which people have always tried to systematically plant into society Hmm. and so even when abraham lincoln then u.s president Uh in 1865 had to abort slavery Uh uh, slavery he would later be killed shot in a theater because someone didn't agree with him abolishing slavery Hmm. and so you see there has always been this social contention people still hold on to the ideology that not all men are equal because Good. i mean that's because that's, of skin color yeah you see and people would also hold the ideology that no this is wrong mm-hmm. you see that is why now we see the conversation moving beyond just black and white now it's about those who stand for the ideology of racism and those who are against it and that is why now we see um our folks in the white communities i mean we have caucasians joining the movement yeah, now because like, i saw some pictures now it's either you are for the ideology or, or you against are against it. it. Yeah, you I mean understand. it's really interesting because my friend attended a protest in Munich on Saturday, the sixth of June, and she she was like when she first got there she was so scared because she was like the only black person and she was like wait is this the protest or this is something else? But then when she followed them she saw that oh okay they were all against the racism the discrimination and they were all carrying the black lives matter every life every life matters and all of that so it's really interesting to see that white people are now coming to join us in the fight against racism and discrimination exactly so how how do you feel about this whole issue of racism and how does it like what does it mean to you here and now in this moment like here you're in germany what does it mean to you how do you feel about it well to me it means a lot it means a lot but as i always say there are always two ways to look at a problem mm-hmm. you see you can either place much emphasis on the problem mm-hmm. or you give some time to the problem and you give some time to the solution which is very important good yeah so the thing is you see if you are always to look at this from the point of racism mm-hmm. it will take you back to a time in history where there was slavery mm-hmm. and you realize how people of your kind have been subjected to so much oppression mm-hmm. and so it brings this kind of uneasiness Not even, but you see, it's, it makes you angry good you angry see, and you see, and like... you see anger can drive you to do something which you wouldn't have done if you were not angry uh-huh. you see so fine the issue is there but right now with what is going on are what with what is going on in the world now you see uh-huh. that a revolution is taking place uh-huh. and so we should take positives from the revolution uh-huh. because this revolution is one which i firmly believe is something that will happen because uh-huh. the world will surely overcome racism uh-huh. you understand but the thing is the world will surely overcome racism uh-huh. but then 
let me put it that way we as africans also need to do our bit of it we also need to do our side of it we also need to fight our fight of it in order to make sure that this whole revolution this revolution is being done in a whole because i foresee this kind of revolution taking place in africa because at the end of the day why are the protests in america going on is because of social degradation mm-hmm. is because of uh, economic exploitation to a, to an extent mm-hmm. is because of political oppression mm-hmm. and in africa we are facing the same thing there's political oppression the citizens have no say in affairs of the states there is economic exploitation mm-hmm. you are working for people they are paying you less some you are not even paid at all and there is social degradation because if you know if you do not belong to a certain social status in mm-hmm. africa you never get access to what is good mm-hmm. you see and so these are the same problems going on outside africa like mm-hmm. happening to our brothers and sisters in the diaspora yes. and so just as the haitian revolution which was the mm-hmm. first black revolution mm-hmm successfully took place mm. the momentum from that revolution gradually got to africa and we also started fighting for independence somewhere mm-hmm. in the 19th century where the haitian revolution was made mm-hmm. and so just as this revolution is also ongoing mm-hmm. here it would in a way transform and find itself in africa i, I really hope because it does. we really need a change we, we do we really need a change we do we really do Okay, so um, as Africans here in Germany, what do you think we can do to educate the people here about racism? Yeah, you see, um, what we can do to educate them is that at the end of the day, it, it doesn't just have to be we telling them something about Africa and all. You see, it's something they should see for themselves. Mm-hmm. Probably, I, I haven't been to the US before. But at least I know certain things in the US based on what I've seen in movies, seen in, I mean, based on what I've seen in the media. Mm. You understand? And so, till we begin to rise as Africans, till we begin to tell our own stories. Which is very important. Which is very important. Storytelling. You see, until we begin to. From the African perspective. Good. Not from CNN. From the African (laughs) perspective. And so, you see, until we begin to do all these things. Although fine, racism will be solved, mm. you see, but then still you wouldn't have the respect that you deserve because even when you go to the table of men or mm. the table of decision making, mm. you see, you don't have anything to say mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, when your hand is in someone's mouth, mm. you cannot hit the person on the head because once you do, the person will bite your fingers, mm. you see, and so if Africa despite all this education mm. if africa we are still we are still economically independent mm. on foreign aid They're when it, when they are back. even making decisions or things against you you cannot even talk because you lose something you have something to lose mm. you see so you always have to conform to them and whenever you do this it leads to political and uh, political oh, oppression sure. because when the decisions are to be made you do not have any say in it you see sure. so it goes beyond the conversations we have with them here. On the larger society, the ideology of the great African, of a great Africa, of a mm-hmm. united Africa, mm-hmm. should reflect in our society. And mm-hmm. now when this ideology becomes 
one of the majority mm. you see that it will systematically be placed in our social structures mm-hmm. and so everything will be there you see mm. and so even in our movies they will portray the sense of a great african mm-hmm. in everything we do you see this great african mm-hmm. you see because at the end of the day when you come to europe and all they are manufacturing things and we see them and like wow 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 you see so at the end of the day he doesn't have to come and convince or educate you about the things he is doing mm. you even know about them you see so in the same way africa we are also to put ourselves in the limelight mm-hmm. for people to see us mm-hmm. for our stories to be heard mm-hmm. you see so sure. until we also work on ourselves mm-hmm. to also fight our part of the fight mm-hmm. you see the other part of the fight would be fought but you see there will still be a part where we would be lacking so yeah. until we fulfill two sides to ensure that the revolution is totally complete, complete. Then now, not only would racism end, but the black man or the black woman, the African would also have the respect he or she deserves. Yeah. Exactly. I completely agree with you, <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about rape. In Ghana, are there any strict measures to curb rape and gender-based violence? Um, hmm. mm. You mm-hmm. see, yeah. rape, rape in itself is also another issue because usually in africa our conversations towards rape has been very weak you see we do not have a strong stance against rape as a society honestly it's always like it's the woman's fault good she's not she's not she's wearing something short you see you see that's that's where i that is where i have the problem that's not the conversation you see that is why i have the problem the fact that you cannot control yourself doesn't mean a woman shouldn't look attractive. Exactly. If that is the case, if we see people driving in Range Rovers or BMWs, we will chase after them and go and attack them and say that because the cars they are driving in is luxurious or attractive, we want it. We, we want it. it you see, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You see, but it's because at the end of the day, we allow certain people to take this stance whenever there is there are rape issues. People tend to now blame the woman for it. Mm-hmm. You see, at the end of the day, we are not winning the fight because at the end of the day, there is another social contention. Because in the same society, one belief is still the fault of the woman, where another belief no. Whoever committed that offense, the man who committed that offense should take the responsibility, should, not the woman. You see, so at the end of the day, we don't get a total support behind these things. That's why we do not have a strong stance on it. You see, so even when there are strict laws in place, there are still or there are always things that will be a hindrance to the law fulfilling its part. Mm-hmm. Because there are certain situations where rape issues would happen and then families would like to discuss it indoor because of their relationship with maybe whoever the corporate is mm. you see so i mean i was once following a friend who was i mean trying to help a rape victim out you see and only for the issue to end up that the corporate um, is the uncle of the little girl you see imagine. and you see now when and they won't when, want to when, speak out you see because when the case when the case was now going to the police station the girls um family also were now pleading because they wanted to make it a family, a family issue, issue. 
can, can you imagine? You see, this is someone who will be traumatized for the rest of her life because of, of of an action of one stupid uncle or stupid man exactly. or stupid father. Exactly. Or st- it, it makes me really angry. Exactly, and the thing to um, one thing also is that because of where we find ourselves, you mm. see, to be very frank, our society hasn't grown that much. You mm. see, and. If we are to trace it back into history, you get to realize these are all, I mean, effects or long-term effects of mm. slavery and all these things. Because mm. slavery interrupted our history and um, truncated our growth. And so since then, we've made very little progress, you see. And so the thing is that now we need to have open conversations on these things. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm. I mean, if you are a child in Africa, you are for, you are forbidden to ask certain questions uh-huh. you understand but now the world is growing mm. now 10 years eight years six seven years uh-huh. they all have access to computers the internet uh-huh. and now there are a lot of things on the internet and so i mean they are now exposed to a lot of things uh-huh. as compared to when i mean another generation was uh-huh. in the past uh-huh. you see so in this generation you you get children wanting to know about certain things even if they do not know you as a parent should be able to you know bring Educate them into them. this conversation yeah. because at the end of the day it helps a okay. lot yeah true I, I totally agree and i guess we have <laughs> discussed this and i i kind of feel much better because i think we have like the same ideas about these two issues and we have to keep talking about these things and trying to see what we can do as africans to change the narrative having these conversations trying to tell our own stories so jake any last 10 seconds (laughs) statement that you would like my fellow listeners to keep in mind yeah well i mean we live in a much diverse society now and i know you have a diverse Uh audience and so the thing is at the end of the day black people do not hate white people you see but we hate their oppression Mm. we hate their exploitation Mm. we hate their discrimination so it's what they do that we hate so at the end of the day it doesn't matter you being black or white it's about standing for what is good and what is wrong yeah standing against what is wrong so at the end of the day it doesn't really matter whether Mm -hmm. you are black white red whichever color Mm. you may be but then at the end of the day it's about we standing for a common and united mm-hmm. purpose which mm-hmm. would serve the good or would be of would help to build a better society mm-hmm. okay <laughs> thank you so much jacob and that's it for today's episode thank you guys for joining us beyond funny was also enlightening discussing this topic and yes i hope to speak to you soon meanwhile you can keep in touch with me on social media my name is Ololade Oge on instagram facebook twitter and you can even write me an email if you will mailbeolola at gmail.com and let me know what you guys think of the podcast and to jacob if you'd like to reach out to jacob so jacob what's your social media handle yeah i think facebook is much easier since it has my name on it here okay. so jacob kinsley amwa you would find me on facebook and then right. we'll take the conversation from there oh yes <laughs> okay guys until next time lttk let's toast to knowledge bye